Hello everyone. Welcome to a special E&E training where I'm on the mission field with a few participants and a leader of an evangelism partnership that's happening right now in North Texas. Today you're going to hear from these folks about their short-term mission experience in America from a goer's perspective as well as a receiver's perspective. For those of you who are new to International Commission, our mission is equipping and enabling believers of the gospel of Jesus Christ worldwide by partnering with local churches and evangelism to share his gospel with unbelievers and make disciples. Everything we do is filtered through this mission and our vision to share the gospel and make disciples, whether it's across the street or around the world. One way we do this is by sending teams around the world on short-term trips to partner with churches and together go out and share the good news of Jesus with people the church members have been praying for. We train the missionaries who go on these trips on how to share the gospel using a variety of simple tools that the team then teaches the receiving churches so everyone feels equipped, enabled, and encouraged to share about Jesus. For 50 years, IC has been partnering with churches in nearly every country to strategically equip, enable, reach, and disciple people to Jesus. Each and every year, we receive thousands of praise reports of people who have heard the gospel and have made the decision to follow Jesus. And we hope to keep going for another 50 years to the glory of God. The purpose of these e, &E trainings is to equip and enable you to grow in confidence so you can share the gospel and make disciples with a variety of people using different applicable gospel sharing tools. Specifically, this training will serve to open your eyes to missions in America how it differs from trips to foreign cultures, and hopefully be a source of information and encouragement to you if you've ever considered doing a local mission trip, whether that be in your hometown or another state. Without any further ado, it's time to meet some of the people who have been involved with one of our mission trips right here in the United States, because we know that not everyone in the U.S. is a believer, and people in America need to be reached and introduced to Jesus just as much as the rest of the world. To begin, we have four participants from this trip and we have one leader. So let's see what these participants and the leader has to say about their experience on this short-term trip in America. Welcome, thank you for joining me this morning. So can you just tell everyone who you are and where do you live? Okay, my name is Bobby Fletcher, and I'm the Director of Missions for uh, Grayson County in North Texas, and I live in Sherman, Texas, outside of Sherman, Texas. I've lived here and ministered here for 32 years. So what is a Director of Missions for the county? What does that look like, and what has your role been in this mission trip? Well, a Director of Missions in, is, uh, I work with 63 Southern Baptist churches in Grayson County, and uh, work with the pastors, the congregations, help with the transitions and uh, encourage uh, pastors and, and uh, just come alongside churches in any way I can. And uh, that's kind of my role. And, and also to lead out in, in evangelistic efforts and mission trips and things like that. Exactly what we're doing this week. I'm Laverne Garrett and I live in the, uh, Magnolia, Texas, about six hours south of here. Um, I was on my first mission trip in 1970 to Japan, 50 years ago. And I have continued to 
uh, go on our mission trips and I've probably been on maybe 20 plus in foreign countries and in the last two years I've been able to go to Farmington, New Mexico where we uh, were able to work with Navajo Indians. Michael. Michael. My name is Michael. Mm -hmm. Noah. Noah. Brandy. Mm -hmm. And you all are a family, right? So we yes. have husband, wife, and child. Yes, awesome. Right. And where do you guys live? Northeast Texas. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And how many mission trips have you been on before? This is our first one. First one. All right. Awesome. And so why did you choose to do a mission trip to the United States as opposed to another country? Well, I guess um, I always wanted to try a mission trip, and, and this was just the first one that ha came up as Grayson County, and, and I thought it'd be a good start. <laughs> yeah. Get my feet in the water for the first time, you know? Be yeah. Mm -hmm. And Noah, this is your first mission trip too, right? Mm -hmm. What was your reasoning with wanting to go on this trip? Well, I didn't want to go, but when I went, I was kind of scared, but then I got well, had a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> that's uh, that's yeah. so exciting. Mm -hmm. I feel this uh, desire to to grow more in the Lord and had this boldness to, to be able to mm -hmm. speak because mm -hmm. obviously our nation is hurting mm -hmm. and we can see it through the church in general and, and mm -hmm. you know we gotta I feel like we just need to be a part of that get it kickstarted get it going again. We've done some efforts here and there maybe events evangelistic events mm -hmm. but we have never done this where our pastors and our people go out and actually uh, share the gospel person to person, one-on-one. Mm -hmm. -on -one. Uh, and so this has never been done in the 32 years I've lived in Grayson County on any level. Mm -hmm. So this is a first for Grayson County. And I think this is a first in the state of Texas. I just feel a calling to um, bring the love of Jesus to people of my own country mm -hmm. because we live in a dark world and um, I know that Jesus is the light of the world. And so I, it's just a privilege to go and share with my own countrymen. Why did you want a team to come to North Texas to partner with your churches to go out and share the gospel? I mean, did you really see a need to share the gospel? Absolutely. Uh, churches in Grayson County and, and across the nation have been in decline for years. And, uh, we see the need to reach people and to reach out and intentionally uh, uh, share the gospel with them and, and to uh, just offer them an opportunity to know the Lord. What are some challenges that you've experienced with sharing the gospel in this area in North Texas? What are some barriers? One of the great greatest challenges is to get our church members, our lay people, uh, to step out of their comfort zone and actually witness and mm -hmm. share the gospel person to person. Uh, we've become very comfortable in just to say, well, we have church, we have services on Sunday, and y'all come mm -hmm. and hear our preacher and, and listen to our worship, and and uh, that doesn't work anymore. And we know from the Great Commission that it's every believer's responsibility to share the gospel Absolutely. and make disciples, not yes. just the pastor. That's right. I would say um, people have not had to just really lean on the Lord just to exist mm -hmm. um, for their daily needs. Um, and so we do feel self-sufficient. Mm -hmm. um, I think that is a deterrent to um, even 
being open to the gospel. What would you say are some open doors to sharing the gospel in America? A lot of people that I did get to talk to, it was neat because we still ha have some kind of similarity with them. I think it's been a little easier just because we're, we're, you know, we're here in America and we're all going through the same thing. Yeah. So we can really relate to right. each other, you right. know, yeah. Well, we have better tools now, uh, mm -hmm. learning from some of your videos, obviously. And then also um, being with other group of believers that have been doing this far longer mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and we take the training, we can take uh, what we have learned from other people, but we have to make it our own. And, mm -hmm. and, and me, I've, I've learned that, you know, put your foot out there and let the Lord do all the work. Mm -hmm. Anything that surprised you or that you weren't expecting with this trip? All I knew is like, we're going to come, we're going to spread the gospel. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I know what the Bible says about certain things, but I wasn't sure exactly how this was going to work. So mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, we're going to work with our pastors. Our pastor mm -hmm. has, we're going to do it, you mm -hmm. know, and then just don't think nothing about it, you know, and um, mm -hmm. just, uh, just do it. Yeah, that's I, right. <laughs> I thought I'd be more um, shooken up, you know, trying to approach people or talk to people. Yeah, maybe the first day, but then after that, it's like, no, I, I don't feel it no more. Ah, praise <laughs> God. It goes away and then it's like, okay, mm -hmm. we can just talk to anybody now. It like practice makes perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. people have a lot of fears that hold them back from even sharing yes, the gospel. Yeah. But the more you do it, the easier mm -hmm. it gets. Yeah. So yeah. just have to get over that, that initial hill. Mm -hmm. How have you learned to overcome those fears? Um, just the way I approach every other fear in my life. I go to the Word. Mm -hmm. And here this week, I've gone to my devotional each morning. And uh, I've just found a Word of encouragement mm -hmm. and so it's just believing that God is with us he sent us here and just leaning really hard on him mm -hmm. and then just taking the first step or the opportunity that we have and God always comes through that's right he'll yes. put words in your mouth that you didn't even know was there mm -hmm. or a thought from the morning devotional that will encourage you so really we should have no fear what would you say are some do's and don'ts when it comes to sharing the gospel in America well I would think the the, the don't is is uh, you don't hit them overhead with your Bible and say you're going to hell uh, mm -hmm. If you don't change your ways, the the do is to, to show them that the Lord loves them. And his desire is that they spend eternity with him and, and live for him while they're still here and the difference he can make in their life. So what gospel sharing tools have, have you used or the three of you used on this trip that you've learned? Used a testimony, of course, uh, mm -hmm. that has been published, you know, our personal testimony that's on there. Mm -hmm. um, and. Well, yeah, and testimony of our lives. I mean, that's on there as well. Mm -hmm. um, but we also been using the Banji Cube. We've been using three circles, you know. Mm -hmm. And some of it, we just kind of just put it all together and just whatever Lord lets go goes. Yeah, you know? that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We always tell mm -hmm. people there's not one right perfect way to share the gospel. Mm -hmm. The most important thing is that you just do something. And so yeah. a lot of people mm -hmm. don't know even what that something is. They don't know mm -hmm. how to get those spiritual conversations started. That's mm -hmm. why we teach people a lot of different tools. So you kind mm -hmm. of have them in your back pocket. One of my favorites is the uh, the very short testimony mm -hmm. uh, that you can share with somebody personally that 
because you don't have a lot of time mm -hmm. with when you're with someone. They they're they're in a hurry and they don't want to listen to a long sermon or speech. Mm -hmm. And if you can share with them a brief testimony of what the Lord's done in your life, the other is is the three circles, uh, the Vanja Cube. They're all good. They're all great, and and they work. Would you recommend someone going on a mission trip to North America or within their own country? Why or why not? I say yes. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah. that's what we're planning to do when we get back with our church and. Yeah, we're going to help edify our own. Yeah. Show the investment. You know. I definitely would recommend that anyone go uh, would go wherever God opens the door and wherever you feel uh, the calling and the opportunity. I do uh, would say that I believe that we have to go with a different mindset than we do in the foreign countries um, because we in the foreign countries, there's so much hunger and they don't have that much to put faith in. And so when they hear the gospel of how to have peace with God and have a home in heaven when they die, they grab a hold of it. Americans seem to be conditioned to hearing that, uh, that story, but have not um, taken advantage of it mm -hmm. or held on. They're always thinking, I have tomorrow. I'll think about that tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so there's a different mindset. And I believe that in the foreign countries, the power of the Holy Spirit really grips their hearts more effectively because this may be their one chance mm -hmm. to be guided into how to find eternal life mm -hmm. with Jesus and peace. Whereas here in America, we always think we have tomorrow mm -hmm. and tomorrow. Is there anything you want to share about your personal experience with this partnership with International Commission that you've experienced? Well, it's been a long process and uh, I'm, I'm just so excited that we're in it right now, mm -hmm. and I'm so glad that we did it. We're going to do it again. Mm -hmm. uh, my pastors already told me we we're going to do this again, and we're going to do it better. Mm -hmm. And so, awesome. so it's been it's been great. The encouragement from the missionaries that have come in from your missionaries, my see, have just been uh, inspiring to our our pastors and and their people. And so we're we're looking forward to the next project. Thanks so much, Bobby, for staying on well, board with you. us and for leading the churches in this partnership. Thank you. I would like to share with you um, the one visit that I've had in a home. We went to this home to see um, his wife. He told us she had just gone to work. So I asked him if we could have a little time with him. And he looked surprised, but he said, yes, would you like to come in? There were three women um, and we went into his living room and um, I shared the reason that we were in his little city of Denison, Texas, and um, shared my story, my journey with Christ. And when I finished, I asked him, do you have a story like that? 
you never know what you're going to get when you ask that question. But he said, well, yes, I do. And he told me his journey with the Lord, that he was saved when he was about 14 years old, um, but he strayed away and um, continued to stray away. And at one time in his life, he was riding a horse and had an accident. He was bedridden for seven years and he had all kinds of thoughts of ending his life. Um, went into um, substance abuse, alcohol and other things just to get through that period of time. But he had a sweet daughter that he wanted to live for. And he always kept his faith in the Lord Jesus in his heart and that kept spurring him on. And today, he's not completely whole, but he uh, has regained his strength and mobility. And I am so thrilled that I was able, with God's help, to help him tell his story. It may have been the one and only time he ever shared his story. And so I shared with him, this is what God wants us to do. We both have a story and God wants us to share that story because this is what will bring other people to know the world. And I believe that James was encouraged and I will be so happy to hear the rest of the story in heaven of how he was ignited to continue to share with stories. That's right. Amen. Well, I think that's one of the biggest takeaways that we can learn from a trip in North America or a trip around the world is just remembering that we aren't the ones that save people. We had just called to share the gospel and make disciples, like it says in the Great Commission. So that's why you're here. That's why the team is here in North Texas to partner with the churches to go out together to share the gospel, make disciples, and lead the rest up to God.